Welcome to Talk To Him, a weekly podcast where we discuss self-help strategies, pop culture, music, education, fashion, relationships, and how it all links to financial success. Be sure to follow me on IG at TalkToHimJ1. Big shout out to my main man, DJ Brooklyn Boy, for this awesome instrumental. And I'm your host for this podcast. My name is James Levesque, a.k.a. Mr. L. Talk to him. Vibe with me. One in 49% in Pittsburgh, 52% in, uh, you know, in New York for blacks uh, over 18. But I, I, I got to get off of that. I, that's not what y'all want to hear about today. How, how do you feel, Dr. Claude, about the black people like myself who have been telling, you know, politicians our votes are quid pro quo, you know, and, and this is what we want in exchange for our votes? That's it. You're right on the money. That's one of the reasons why I love and respect you so much. You want a few got that kind of consciousness and commitment to your own people. That do you think that, that, you think that people shouldn't vote if um, at all, if they feel like they're not getting what they're asking for? In most elections, I would say yes. But in this particular election, this is a different one coming up now. I've been telling people that for the longest, don't, don't, don't vote for anybody, but uh, unless you're gonna follow the Powernomics principles, which says, I will support only those who support me. I will support only those businesses that was also willing to commit and help my people and support my people. I'm not giving you my money, buying it out of your store. You're not doing anything for black folk. You got a business in the black community, then you better start putting some money into back into the black community. And so we're the only people that won't practice quid pro quo. Others will. When Chinese come to down 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 here and put set up stores, black folk go to them. But when black folks go there to, 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 to get something from them, the Chinese says, uh, they pretend they can't speak English. And they told Mama Vote again, we only buy from we only buy from those people or for, who are <clears throat> who are not who are Asians. We buy from all our own people. We deal with our own people. We only hire our own people. We're not gonna hire the black folk in a Chinese restaurant. We're not gonna do anything for y'all. We do take care of our own. They said only you black folk. They said we have a code of conduct. You all don't have a code of conduct. You all spend your money with any and everybody. And that and so and that's the problem. We spend ninety. We spend ninety-six percent of every penny we get in our hands. We spend it with people that are not a member of our group or our race. Ninety-six cents out of every dollar goes immediately to people other than black folk. And we got a one-point-three trillion-dollar budget that passes through our hand annually. We don't spend it with our black people. We impose. We impose poverty on our own people. Do you think people are, are more concerned about buying black now and supporting black-owned businesses than ever before? I'm sorry, say it again now. Do you think people are more aware about supporting Black-owned businesses now than they have been before, though, and buying Black? I think they, I think so, yes, I, I do believe that. But unfortunately, the problem is that we don't have enough Black businesses to service them. Now, I, I hear a lot of us to Dr. Elson, so I'm doing what you're saying. We're going to buy Black. I said, you can't buy Black yet because they don't have the businesses. And because, because, And that's what I'm going to talk about this morning with y'all. And, and that's what all, that's what the Democratic Party and the Republican Party should be focusing on. Quit trying to prepare black folk to look for jobs. Prepare them and give them the resources to start building their own businesses. Once they build their own businesses, then the blacks can buy black. And, and t- teach them what the, the proper businesses go into. 
then once they build up, start those businesses to vertically integrate them all the way up. Called vertical integration, which is a power numbers concept. You start producing and manufacturing and distributing all with the line to retailing in, in, in areas that are key to you. Wherever black folk dominate in population and they dominate in spending patterns, those are the businesses you should only control. Why why is this election the most dangerous, Dr. Claude? Like why why should we be out there voting in this election? Because they they scare, they try to scare us every presidential election. Why this one in particular? Because because right now the people right there are people right now getting ready to totally revise and, and tear down the infrastructure in this country and build it in, a, in another manner. And they, that means they're going to ignore ignore the obligation they already have to black folk. Period. And see, they've never done anything. No political party, no political candidate in my lifetime and all my studies and as a historical uh, 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 teacher and educator and a forensic historian, I've never seen one instance where a politician, black, white, pink, yellow, green, a polka dot, has ever said, make a commitment that I would, based on quid pro quo, I would do this for black folk. Mm. Black folk elect me and put me in office, I would take care of black folk. Never happened. Not even when you had the last black president, uh, Obama, he did absolutely nothing for black folk, which was a total disgrace in my mind. Didn't do anything for black folk. He should have said black folk put me in this office. They, they gave me 96% or 98% of that vote twice. And, I, and I'm not gonna do anything for them. But, but I am gonna take care, he was saying in his mind, I'm gonna take care of Indians. I'm gonna take care of, uh, of poor people. I'm gonna take care of Hispanics coming to the country, Latinos. I'm gonna take care of anybody except black folk. That was a disgrace in my mind. That violated the, his own oath. It violated his commitment to his own people. Yes, you take care of your people first and foremost. Then what's left over, you take care of other people. You don't, owe, in other words, you don't owe everybody everything just because you get elected to a public office. I ran campaigns for presidents, governors, attorney generals. I was a manager. I didn't participate in the campaigns. I was a campaign manager. I said, I, and I'm gonna make sure if you, when you get elected to office, you're gonna take care of black folk. And have, either one of, have either one of these candidates reached out to you? Any one of their uh, campaigns? Hell yeah, Jared Kushner. <laughs> he's absolutely right. And he's right. And unfortunately, and I was a Democrat all my life. None of them have ever called me. Ironically, it's been the Republicans have been calling me. They've been calling me saying, Dr. Anderson, we have a lot of respect and appreciation for you and the things you told for black folk, your commitment. Jerry Kushner, he's right. He's, he's been calling for the longest. Kayon West has been calling me about almost every other week. Kanye. Kanye, rather. Kanye. Yeah. And, uh, but, but, but uh, I've heard, I have never heard from the Democrats, but what I did now, and that's why I'm coming to this point now, I said, I said that somebody should be doing something for black folk. If everybody keeps screaming black folk got a critical vote, black folk a critical, critical vote. See, half of that's BS from the first place. And that's like an intellectual masturbation contest would tell black folk how important you are, knowing that black folk only 13% of the population, which means that that means that black folk in this country right now outnumbered 10 to one. By, by whites and, and other immigrants. They don't really need black folks vote. White folk right now can go to the poll and vote for anything they want anytime they want. But they want to bring drag blacks in to put the burden and obligation on black folk to deliver a candidate or to reject a candidate. That's not black folks' responsibility as a, as a permanent, original minority, the oldest minority in the country. That's not their obligation. Native black American. 
I'm, I'm sorry, say it again. Na- Native Black Americans. That's right, Native Black Americans. And but they, but we accept that responsibility. So yes, we go out there. We have to understand that that our vote must count. And uh, but you asked me another point, and I want to hit that. Then I'm going to try to go back to what I'm going to tell you all about today. Say it again. You asked me a, a good question. What was it? Oh. Such a phenomenal job by Angela Yee and Charlemagne the God. It's like when the when the when the feminine and the masculine work together, they can complete some pretty fly shit. And as you see it in this um, in this interview, they were just asking some of the most brilliant minded questions. Like, oh my God. You know, like, this was very, very well put together. Alright, welcome to another episode of Talk To Him. And, you know, I see people, you know, taking pictures of their, you know, their sign like they just voted, posting it online like, cheese, I just voted, ha ha, hee hee, okay. What's next? What's next, bro? What's, what's next? You voted. Now what else is what's happening? You know? Huh? Like if you just voted for whatever it is that you voted for, think about it. Buddy, how come there's like phones going off? My fault. I'm just gonna roll with it. Like. How come there's like, yo, you know what's crazy? How come there's not like a black town or like a Asian town? I mean, there is Asian town. There's Chinatown. I've I've been to a couple of spots and I'm like, yo, like why? Is, yo, there's always a Chinatown, you know? It's always a Chinatown somewhere, you know? But how come like there's not a black town, you know? I mean, Dominicans kind of work together, but. They have their own kind. I don't know. I don't know if they if it's like their own city, you should say. But I've never been somewhere where it's just like a black town. Have you? But I guarantee you, you've gone somewhere and you've seen like a like you know Chinatown. You know, they work together, yo. They work together. You know, and that's the thing right now is about you know. Are we gonna be working together? It's crazy how the uh, how the Dominicans people how they was work how they started working together because how I noticed them working together I should say, right? And I was at Franklin Park. I was at the park and I was parked just chilling, just chilling with a friend of mine. And uh, all of a sudden, these um, these cars started pulling up. Yo, like, I mean, like, like I, I must have been, like, at least, like, 100 cars real quick. Started pulling up. Boom. You know? Made a quick circle around each other and then started packing up their, their trunks with speakers. Right? Yo. When I mean they had this thing in order, I was like, what in the world is going on? And then all, all of a sudden, music started playing. I was like, what? This was the wave out here. 
real quick, right, for like 10, 10 minutes. Then all of a sudden, all you heard was, rip, rip. boom, everybody just bounced. And it was like nothing just, yo, it was just such an order. I was like, yo, these dudes is militant. <laughs> you know? So I would, I would say the Dominicans get the concept, you know? Um, but we got to work together. You know? <laughs> we got to work together. One thing I was also thinking is... How about if the coronavirus is like a heist? You know? You ever think about that? Because, yo, like, on some real, like, America's in debt, bro. America's in debt, like, huge debt. And I be thinking, like, okay, if I'm in debt, like, I got to make a play, (laughs) you know? Why not come up with, like, some type of, like, okay, some type of, like, virus or something like that, and then get everybody, like, like, just worried, you know what I mean, create this whole thing about it, then make a play, I might be wrong, I might be wrong, what I'm saying might be wrong, but, what if I'm right, you know, what if I'm right? Because look around, right? Look around. Like, whenever it is that you go to the mall, go to the mall, like, obviously, all these stores is closing down. You know, stores like, like, major stores like, um, Lord and Taylor's, um, I've seen a couple of Victoria's Secrets, um, what else? Like, Microsoft. So it's like, yo, like, we're going to have to stop working together and building up these little, um, creating our own, like, yo, supermarkets, our own educational system, our own hospitals, our own, um, entertainment system this is what I what I loved about this interview is because this is what Dr. Claude Anderson talks about in his book Powernomics you know so we gotta be we gotta be on it man you know Quid pro quo. Quid pro quo. Right? And let me tell you this experience that I had working in politics, right? And I was doing some canvassing work. If you don't know what canvassing work is, this is when you like. Um, you see sometimes with people holding up these candidate signs. Um, you have to do some, you know, on the streets. And you have to do some literature drop. All these different joints. And this was for like a mayor, mayoral campaign. Right? So I'm like, okay. So I was going hard, bro. You know, I wanted this, this mayor to get in the office. Right? So mayor that I was doing the canvassing for, she ended up not, they, their team ended up not winning, right, and this is like years ago, so, 
you know. Um, but the team that won, right, the candidate that won, you know, it was great. And then now it's like a couple weeks afterwards, and yo, I see the mayor that I was running for, and I was going to do the canvassing work, all that stuff. For I see her on the candidate that won. I see them like I, I was like, what in the world's going on? You know what I mean? Like, what? How does this work? You know what I mean? Well, they actually got on the staff, I should say. You know what I mean? And they brought her on 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 the staff, and I was just like, wow, that's crazy. And I was just like, damn. You know, it's like, what's going on here? Because I just didn't know how how politics work, and we don't know what's happening, even with this with this whole. Republican, Democrats, like, yo, like, this is what I have to choose from, you know, does, does your vote, let me ask you this, right, does your vote end racism in America, because I don't think it does, because I think America, it needs racism, you know, like, people don't want to, People don't want to like all be it all be peaceful. Everybody get together. You want to, but yet there's always this love and then there's war. You know. So do people want love, or do they just want war, or is this like a give and take? You know, because yo, like I never really watched that. Um, that George Floyd video till recently. And I was like, damn, yo. That shit signifies so signifies so much when you just watching like this dude on top of like like his neck, his 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 he had his foot on his neck, bro. It's like damn. It's like that. Like what? And then I'm thinking like, dang, yo, what about the people that was there, that was watching that, that was recording that, you know? I was recording that whole situation, like, yo, like, like, damn, should I jump in? This dude look like he's about to kill him. Like, imagine if you're like a dude, right? If you're a dude, and that's another case, we say we brothers, right? Dudes be talking about this brother's joint. Say we brothers, like, are you gonna jump if you see that, bro? Are you gonna like jump in for me? I don't know, bro. That's what that was my thinking. I was like, damn, yo, if I was there, like, would I, or would I be scared of like, yo, the cops is gonna get me, the cops is gonna hit me, or the cops is gonna, oh shit, you know what I'm saying? It's like, what are you doing, you know? Like, what's that? What's your thought process right there? That's somebody watching it. You watching this. Oh, shit. I'm like, damn. This dude really killed him. You know? And then also, you got to think about, like, you ever heard of this, this, this lyric by, I think it was from Kendrick Lamar. He said, um, I forgot what he said. But anyways, think about it, man. Like, 
you gotta you got this person's life on your hands. And that's the thing about America. America America got they got blood on their hands, yo. Got blood on your hands. You know? Does voting end racism? So think about this, right? I also think about this. Each individual, black, white, Latino, Asian, whatever it is that you are, you know, you gotta look at this thing. Did you vote for, like, on your own perspective? You know? Or was you just going, or was you, like, kind of like swayed by what you was hearing on television did you actually do research you know beside what it is that you was listening to on the news you know just think about it bro who who i also i always think about this like yo who's who's the winner out of all this you know what i'm saying who's the winner who's the winner out of all this yo you know what i mean like who's creating this whole thing you know, people, I'll be thinking, like, don't people think about, like, yo, who's creating this whole shit? You know, it seems like, like, there's always, like, a war between, like, black, white, male, female, whatever it is. It's always, like, a war, and it's almost like somebody's playing, it's like, I don't know if you ever seen this, this, um, this, it was like a meme or something like that, where it's like, um, it was like they was playing this game on these people's backs, you know. They was playing this game like a game. Somebody was controlling the game, but they playing it on other people's backs, and like they just laying down. Like if they just, like if people just stood up, right? People just stood up. The game is over. <laughs> the game is over. You know. But we still right here. We're like, yo, should we stand up? Should we really see? You know, quid pro quo. That was so powerful. You know, so think about this, bro. Think about this. Is this, is that growth? Is that that vote that you voted? You know what I mean. I'm glad that you vote. You know what I mean. Is that going to improve your existence or your everyday lifestyle? You know, did you do something that's that's an improvement for you? And these are the questions that you know I would I'm asking myself, and hopefully you're asking yourself as well too. You know, we are. Understand, folks, we are entering into the, the stages of Aquarius. All right, Aquarius. Aquarius, which is, if you don't know what Aquarius is, finding out Aquarius is the age of knowledge, you know, the age of knowledge, a lot of people are starting to wake up right now, you know, that's why you might see like the celebrities like 50 Cent, Ice Cubes, and you know, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're in it right now. Cause these guys are, because I, because these guys are, are catching that wave like yo, you know. And the thing is, man, is like Trump knows this. You know, the president, the president knows this, and he he's like yo, you know what? I'm gonna work with the blacks. 
you know what I'm saying? I'm going to create a, a specific, a specific, like, uh, thing for them, you know? I'm going to create something just for them, you know? And that's why people like Ice Cube and other black people, you know, of color is like, yo, why not sit down and see what it is that he, he has to say? That's smart. Why would it not not want it? Why would it, if I, why would you be mad at Ice Cube for sitting at the table with other people? Like, that's just, it's like for, with the president. Like, what? Like, this is what we want. Quid pro quo. You know? Like, why would you be mad at Ice Cube? What would you have a feeling? Like, I don't get it, man. I don't get people's thinking sometimes. Where it's like, yo, like... Like, because if you get into office, right? If you get into office, you don't... You don't you don't owe anybody anything. Unless the people that put me into office. That's who I owe them. That's who I owe what, what, what my, my loyalty comes to. You know? So... Quid pro quo. You know, if you don't know what quid pro quo means, it means if I do this for you, what is it that you're gonna do for me? You know. So, quid pro quo. got a lot of blood on his hands you know you see one thing you can do is you can fool you can fool man but you can't fool God no you can't fool him that's gonna be with you you know what I mean you have to wake up in the morning deal with yourself that's why a lot of people you know can't just chill by himself, you know, he can't chill by himself because they're afraid to be with themselves, they're afraid to look themselves in the, in the mirror and be like, yo, I fucks with you, or shit, I'm ashamed of you, or damn, you a, you a, you a slimy motherfucker, you know, or like, whatever it is that you are, that you do, you know, that's why, I like, sometimes when I be seeing people out all the times, I mean, like, it's cool to go out once in a while. But if you if you're somebody that go out all the time, you're always out. That you're always like, yo, like, you had to be out, yo. You're you're you, you gotta think how how bad is your life, bro? And you can't be home. You don't want to be home. Like the only thing when I was going out, the only thing I was going out for is like, yo. I want to. I want to go and get something and bring it back to the crib. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? When I was, when I was in college, you know, we didn't even do the parties. You know what I mean? We pulled up at the at the, the at the um, late night joint when the party was done. You know, <laughs> that's a story for another day though. But it's crazy, man. It's like quid pro quo. America, you got 